there are uh, reports with that hotel quarantine is still in effect, still in place. Of course, there's been uh, more people opting to come across over the land border than fly into Pearson, and that's because you can avoid the hotel uh, quarantine. That's the loophole here. If you come over a land border, you're allowed to go just directly to your uh, residence. And there are reports that the uh, taxi and limo industry across the border has just been booming has been skyrocketing in the last uh, month or so. And earlier today on the morning show right here on 640 Toronto, Carlo Baccio, the owner of Buffalo Limousine, was uh, speaking about just uh, how business was and where it is today. Have a listen. We were down overall last year probably, you know, 70%. We do have some work. Um, I mean, we are, we, we're a ground transportation company. We don't just provide airport service. So, sure. you know, we've had trickles here and there. Um, but again, this was, you know, this was um, something we were not expecting, and it's been, you know, it, it's really helped the cause. Let's put it that way. You have to make a reservation in advance, so we're not sure. any kind of scheduled or shuttle service. So it's sure. privately rented, chauffeur-driven. And, you know, prior to, well, I should say prior to all these trips, I mean, we did go to the border. We did get the information we needed. We were, were an essential service, so we were always able to cross. We have, prior to this surge... We have been over the border, but obviously very sparsely. Mm-hmm. Um, businesses that need to send people over that have essential uh, travel documentations and so on and so forth. Right. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of seasoned snowbirds that did their homework right after February 22nd and made reservations well in advance. So they have to they have to have a couple things in order to make the trip over smooth. Okay. They have to have a negative PCR test within 72 hours of arrival date. They have to go on the Arrive Can app prior to that, fill it out, give all their information that you know is required. Obviously, that's per the Canadian government. Mm-hmm. And when they get to the border, they have to take a rapid test, as well as they are given a kit to take home to test again. So they're they're not really avoiding quarantine because they have to quarantine at home. And, you know, they do have to do a few things before they can cross. So, you know, we've had people kind of say, oh, they're circumventing. Well, they, they certainly are not. They're no. just trying to avoid that hotel um, 72-hour quarantine. And, and, you know, a lot of people with good reason. I mean, you have people with, you know, other health conditions that within those 72 hours would need some kind of care or what medication or whatever it be. It's just... It is a lot, a little unrealistic for some people to have to do that. People have pets, people have small children, you know, so on and so forth. People have livelihoods. Um, so again, it, it's not like they just land here, came back from Florida, nilly willy, got in the car and crossed the border. Because we're getting all kinds of requests now. Canadians thinking that we could just freely go over the border with whoever because you're in one of our vehicles, and that's not the case, like coming back to the U.S. It would be like me trying to go into Canada right now. I can't go in unless I have essential travel documentation, and it's vice versa. Canadians can't come back in the U.S. They would need the same thing. Have you actually had to tell people, sorry, you know, you don't have a test result? You 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 didn't go on the website? I mean, you know, we try to help people out as much as possible. I mean, we've, in the last week... We've gone above and beyond with information that's not even tra- uh, transportation related. So, you know, some people, it's like, here's a number to call. I'm not customs on U.S. or Canadian side. We have educated ourselves, you know, so we can ensure the people who have the reservations 
have accurate information and are getting over the border to get back home to quarantine smoothly. But yes, we have had to tell many people that. I mean, I just answered a request. Someone wanted to come in to visit their boyfriend. So that's not really, Mm. that's not what's happening here. Um, Again, these are, you know, the majority of them are are Canadian snowbirds. Who, by the way, most have been vaccinated while they were in Florida. That's the other thing. That's another layer, right. But that really bears no weight at customs. All right, that is Carlo Baccio, the owner of Buffalo Limousine here on 640 Toronto on the morning show earlier today. Let's welcome in Jim Byers, Canada's travel guy for more on this. He joins us now here on Global News Radio. Jim, good afternoon. Hey, Jeff. All right, with cases exploding, and you just heard what's going on there at Buffalo Limousine, uh, has there been talk at all in the travel industry of this a loophole of crossing the land border and not having a hotel quarantine, of that being tightened or closed? Uh, I've not heard of it being tightened or closed. I don't know, Jeff, how they would do that. I mean, when when this was announced and, you know, all came out in kind of dribs and drabs and, and they announced that, you know, there would be this hotel quarantine, they then said that's not going to take effect for the land crossings, the reason being that there's just so darn many of them. You know, I mean, you've got uh, the bridge, Fort Erie, you've got Ambassador Bridge, you've got the Blue Water Bridge in Sarnia, you've got Bellingham, Washington, you've got you know, uh, Manitoba, uh, Quebec, all over the place, right? Uh, Maine uh, to New Brunswick. There's just so many land crossings. I think they thought it was just way too difficult to try to track everyone down, drive them to a hotel. You know, it's a bit of a logistical issue. At least that's what the government said, that they just didn't think they had a way to do this. So um, this is a way. I mean, I, I know people are saying it's a loophole. It is a loophole around the hotel quarantine. But as as, uh, as Carla from Buffalo Limousine was was explained, she she knows her stuff. Um, you know, people still do have to do their 14 day quarantine at home. But of course, you know, you don't have to spend three thousand dollars or two thousand bucks on a uh, on a hotel, and you can get your own food and and wander into your backyard if you're lucky enough to have one. So it's vastly preferable, and I don't blame anybody at all. Now, do we know has uh, land travel uh, cross border? Uh travel by land has it exploded in the last month month and a half has border services canada released any information any data regarding that i'm just wondering if the land crossings are that much more busy than say uh, pearson or any of the other airports still operating in the country i don't think it's that much because a lot of people haven't really kind of figured this out they, you know there are like facebook groups uh jeff that you know there's like a canadian snowbirds uh, group that exists there's two uh, Facebook uh, uh, pages that I've seen that uh, with quarantine information and people are swapping information back like every few minutes. It's uh, it's really quite amazing to watch this. And of course, they're, they're, most of those people are not very happy about about the whole system. I think the story that I saw recently uh, uh, quoting Carlo Carla from uh, uh, Buffalo Limousine said that they were getting like 50 customers a day. But uh, and that is one of the busier crossings because you're going from a, a fairly major city like Buffalo into Ontario. And I think sometimes they'll even drive you to your house in Ontario if you like. So that but that is one of the bigger borders. You know, you don't have a you don't have a huge airport in Maine to take people to New Brunswick. You don't have a big airport. I guess Burlington, Vermont is probably fairly close to to Montreal and Bellingham would be pretty close or Seattle to Vancouver. So those kind of would be probably the big crossings, maybe Detroit where people would be doing that. So, you know, but if you're looking at 50 in in, in uh, Fort Erie to uh, from Buffalo, you could easily be looking at the same number in those other cities. So it, it's probably in the range of a couple hundred uh, people a day who are doing this. 
And uh, not only is business exploding for uh, Buffalo Limousine and for uh, land crossings, but we're also hearing that the numbers are way up uh, when it comes to uh, air travelers who are just refusing to do the hotel uh, quarantine. And also, uh, Jim, we're hearing that there's quite a few people that have been exempt from the mandatory hotel quarantine despite uh, landing here in Canada by air. Yeah, it depends on uh, on the circumstances, of course. As I, as, as I recall, I think Public Health uh, Canada, Jeff, has the authority to to waive the rules if uh, you know somebody's sick or they can't get their medication or they have to get home for whatever reason, and and that's perfectly legitimate. I mean, it is it, it is I'm sure unfair to the people uh, or or the people who are in the hotels and you know banging on the window after 24 hours or probably saying why why couldn't I get an exemption, right? But um, in, in truth, a lot of this was not aimed so much at preventing COVID as just really discouraging people from traveling. And the government has has pretty much admitted that, that this is just kind of a way to say, you know, a a very high profile method to to deter people. But, you know, it was interesting, your your correspondent was just talking a few minutes ago about the the Porter Airlines um, uh, situation with how they're now not going to be starting uh, until June 21st. But it's interesting because within that, Michael Deleuze, the head of, of Porter, talked vaguely about, you know, well, there's been some talk of travel restrictions being eased. I've not really seen that from any Canadian authority. So if, if Mr. Deleuze is getting that, then that is probably somewhat encouraging. But it, it really does depend, I think, on the numbers. Uh, well, that was and, actually and my final question, uh, Jim, because uh, there has been some uh, chatter that uh, perhaps it might be a May 1st that the hotel quarantine is lifted. And I've seen people online saying that they've deferred their travel until at least that date. They're kind of taking a, a wait-and-see approach, hoping that the uh, quarantine will uh, be lifted by the uh, first of the next uh, month. But there's been no indication at all from the federal government about that? No, nothing at all. Uh, they've been very, very tight-lipped on that. The prime minister hasn't said anything. I think that the May 1st kind of date uh, came to people's minds, chefs, because back in um, January, uh, the Canadian airline said that they wouldn't be flying to the Caribbean and Mexico through the end of April. So I think in their mind, uh, and I think WestJet has said this, that they sort of thought that maybe by May 1st, we might get rid of the hotel quarantine. I don't think you're going to get rid of the 14-day quarantine for a while, given our numbers. But they might, you know, if the numbers came down between now and May 1st, would the prime minister maybe relent on the hotel quarantines? Maybe. There's a chance. But uh, uh, as long as the numbers are what they are and we're having surges in, in various parts of the country, I don't think there's any urgency on their part to do to make any changes just yet. I hear you there. Jim, appreciate the time as always. Thanks so no much. Okay, Jeff, take care of yourself. You as well. Jim Byers is Canada's travel guy.